0: Welcome to the Outpouring with Executive Pastor Bob Oliver of the New Covenant Church of Philadelphia.
1: Let me give you this. I want you to write this down. The greatest tragedy in life is not death, but to be alive and not know why you're alive. Let me say that to you again. The greatest tragedy in life, Sam, is not death. But it is to be alive and not know why you are alive. Now, let me tell you what the greatest failure in life is. The greatest failure in life is to be successful doing the wrong thing. Say it to you one more time. The greatest failure in life is to be successful doing the wrong thing. And we want to make sure that you understand what God's heart, his dream, is for you. Interestingly enough, God only asks us to manage about seven things. Let me give you these seven things. The first thing he asks us to manage is your body. i just give you a quick list. I'm not going to preach on these things. The second thing he asks you to manage is your money. The third thing that he asks you to uh, manage is your place in your community. The fourth thing that he asks you to manage is meaningful work. Now watch this. In the context of a love relationship with God, he gives you something you would love to do. It's called meaningful work. I wanna say this to you again. In the context of a love relationship with God. He gives us meaningful work so that you can find out what your gifting is and so forth and so on. He wants you to manage your, your marriage and your family. The book of, um, the book of Malachi says, uh, do not forsake the wife of your youth, I look at this, oh my God. When I look at this beautiful woman, this is the wife of my youth. I married her when I was 24 years old. I sat with her, I said, all I have is a tax return, a good teaching job, a good family, an anointing of God. She said, I'll take you. Because when you really love somebody, you learn how to get it together together. So Y'all ain't hear me. When you really, when you really love somebody, you learn how to get it together together. Some people wanna think, you need to have all your ducks in a row. I said, I got a good teaching job. I I love the Lord Jesus. I got a little tax return and she already had- I take it. She already had a triplex. I said, we'll live here and we've been getting it together for the last 22 years. Together. And I look to my left and I say, I love the wife of my youth. So you must, your marriage is a witness. Your family is a witness. And then God says, I, wanna, I want everybody to participate, watch this, in my work of reconciling mankind to me. That means we are all called, no matter what you do, no matter where you live, we are all called to be part of God's plan of redeeming man back to him. Yes. That's why we were at broad That's why we're raising up prayer leaders. That's why we're doing prayer stations, because we're all called to go into the world and redeem man back to God. And then he says, your most important call is this, to love me. It's number one. You didn't choose me, I chose you. And I'm going to give you the grace to love me back. So your most important call is to, to love me. Now watch this. Now once you establish your love relationship with him, he shows you, watch this, how to do the other things. Because if you love me, you'll do what I say. Because you can't love God. God, I'm spending time with you. God, I lift my hands to you. God, but he'll say talk to the girl at the bus. Do you love me? Witness to the person on your job if you love me. And so God will do things to to test your love. He said, I don't care how much money you make. I don't care what your position is. I don't care if it's CEO, CFO, COO. I don't care about any of that because my name is G-O-D. And without me, you can do what? Nothing. Nothing. So you are no thing without me. Mm. But when you come to me, I'll make you everything. God. In fact, I am so good, says God, that when you come to me, because I'm everything, you can ask me for anything. And everything will be attracted to
2: you because you sought my kingdom first. Yes, Seek ye first Mm. the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And how many things? All. All How many?
1: Say it again, Janine. How many
2: things? All. All these things. All means all. They'll be added. They'll be attracted to you. Why? Mm. Because you become like a magnet Mm. for the
1: kingdom. Mm. Now, here's why your love life is important because everything works out for lovers. Mm. Bible says that all things work together for good to them who what? Who love God God. and are the called according to his purpose. It doesn't work out for everybody. (laughs) He said to those who what? Who love God. God. So when you love God, you can expect Everything to work out. Why? Because you love him. No matter what it looks like, no matter what it seems like, you can be confident that all things, and all means what? All. All means what? All. All means all. All things work together for good to them who what? Who love love God. God. That's why you got to get your love life together. And that's why the enemy will always mess with your love life with God because if he messes with your love life, he'll throw everything else off. So what does he call you? He calls you a lover, but he also calls you a witness. Now watch this. When you are a witness, he says, you shall be my witnesses. When the the what? The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost, watch this, the Holy Ghost helps you become who you are. The Holy Ghost will help you, Mother, to be a witness. What does a witness do? A witness validates the claim. What's the claim? He's a healer. What's the claim? He saves. What's the claim? He turns it around. What's the claim? He makes the crooked places straight what's the claim he's the resurrection and the life what's the claim what's the claim through him I live move and have my being what's the claim he brought me out of a horrible pit what's the claim and you are a witness to validate some of you were sick in the hospital and he healed you he says now be a witness be a witness for what what he did you got a new liver be a witness you got new kidneys be a witness why what to validate what he did. Some of you, your spouse walked out on you. And God has said, you're still a witness for me. You might have lost your home. You're still a witness. For what? I didn't lose my mind. I'm a witness for peace. I'm a witness for joy. I'm a witness that you can be in the fire and he's in there with you. Thank you Jesus. I'm a witness that you can lose everything and yet have everything. Why? Because he's with me. I'm a witness that you can do radiation. You can do chemo and still say, For God, I trust. You can be a witness to say I'm lowering my loved I'm ones in witness. the ground.
2: I'm a witness.
1: And I don't know how I'm gonna make it, but I'm a witness that you can make it back again. I'm a witness that he can put it together again.
2: Yes,
1: yes, yes. That's what he's asking you to do. He's saying. Share with somebody else what you saw Share with somebody else what you experienced. Share with somebody else when you were scared and he brought you through. That's what it means to be a witness You validate the claim now watch this when you are a witness sometimes there's other witnesses around you where they'll say I saw that too do you realize, watch this, there are other witnesses who are witnessing your life? do say, I believe God because I saw you. I believe God because I saw your marriage. In fact, I want to get married because of what I saw in you. I want to serve God because I saw you. It's other witnesses who are watching. Go ahead, Nene. Anything you want to drop? I just
2: want to acknowledge Reverend Mosley. Amen. On that point of what we saw yesterday. What we, uh, witnesses, watching witnesses, and becoming witnesses, in this whole cycle of witnessing and what it does, how it sets, it's like setting flames. As even though we were witnessing, the way he was witnessing yesterday made us want to witness even more because he was on fire. He was on fire for he God. He was on fire at Broad knowledge, And nobody Just. was turning him away. The light and the power of God. And that ignites us. When we see Minister Sample out there, she said, what pain? What, what trouble? She, through the whole day she trained and then she was a witness out there. So even... When we are witnesses among each other, it, 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 keeps, it keeps the fire burning. Yes. It keeps yes. the fire burning. And so we need to make sure that we're, we're out there being laborers. Yes. Laborers. Yes. Come on up, Doug. Laborers. Yeah. Give our friend, Pastor Doug, a hand as he comes. Come on, Doug. Laborers. Listen to what he has to share. Mm. It's gonna set you on fire, even the more.
1: Even we love you. And, and Doug we love you. We good. love
2: him so much that we gave him a nickname. Can we tell him your nickname? Can we tell
1: him your nickname, Doug? We call him Dougie Fresh. We
2: don't know if he knows who it is, but we gave him a nickname, Dougie Fresh. <laughs> Come on, Pastor Doug. Well,
3: good morning, guys.
1: Can you hear me? Can you use this one? Okay. Good morning. Good
3: morning. So, a couple statistics to give you. Uh, there's uh, 1.5 million people who live in this great city of Philadelphia. Uh, and in 1965, 45% of our city was going to church. On Sunday morning, when you went to church, 45% of the city was going to church. Today, 7% is going to church. Okay, so what we're saying to the church of Philadelphia is what we're doing is not working. Would you, can you say amen if you agree? You know, we're not reaching this city, we're not reaching it by just having church, by keep having more church, and by having more church. We love church, but Jesus never said, hang out in the church all the time. Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all men. Amen. That was the command of Christ. George Barna has done a research program where he says 95% of American Christians are not sharing their faith actively at all. 95 even though the first command that Jesus gave us was Mark 1 17, and you know it, about fishers of men. Remember that verse? Come and follow me. Fall in love with me, adore me, and let Jesus set us free, and then be a fisher of men. That's the command. And so we've got to do that. Would you agree? We've got to do that. So I got a verse for you. Did you bring your Bibles or your phones? Let's, let's see if we can find this verse. It is in Matthew 9, 36 and 37. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Matthew 9 36 and 37 says, but when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. You know, we've been going out every Thursday. We've been taking the prayer station out. We set up at 15th and Market. Um, and you know what we find? People are weary. People are broken in this city. We are praying with people from the Philippines, from China, uh, people who grew up in this city. Business owners uh, are coming to us. City council members, we're praying with city council members. People are tired, they're weary. And what does Jesus say? Have compassion for them. Have compassion for them. And so, so we, we want to do that. And I can't even tell you how many times I've seen my team hugging people. They're just hugging them out there. You know, I think a couple weeks ago, I saw a woman, she was just crying and crying, and two of the team members were just holding on to her, just holding on to her, you know? And when I look at this church, you guys are so full of talent, you're so full of anointing. You've had one of the best teachers in the world for all those years, Bishop Granham, and also Pastor Bob Oliver, tremendous, pe- and these guys, amen, you know? And so tremendous teaching, and now we gotta take it out to the people. We gotta to go to them and we gotta help them. We gotta, we gotta leave, you know, I was telling them yesterday about a disease that the church has. You wanna know about the disease? Did you go, you know churches have a disease? It's called SDI, S-D-I. So let me tell you about the disease. It starts out with getting saved. Isn't that a good thing to get saved? And then the D is delivered. We get saved, we delivered, but then we get isolated. SDI, you know the statistics are 18 months after you become a Christian you have no meaningful relationship with non-Christians anymore And so we become a culture within a culture You know we're, we're this culture of a church and we know each other we love each other We hang out with each other all of our friends are each other, but our city is going to hell We have a crime issue that is so unbelievable that we're making national news all the time and say, Jesus, we gotta gotta do something. We can't be isolated anymore. We gotta take the church out. So Jesus told us how to pray. He said, then he said to the disciples, the harvest truly is plentiful, but the labors are few. Isn't that true in Philadelphia? The harvest is plentiful. You know, I've been leading people to Christ every week. Every week I've been leading people to Christ uh, from from China, from the Philippines, people who grew up in this city, uh, from all over the world. People are coming through 15th and Market. It's amazing. If you want to reach the nations, come come with me to the 15th and Market or only in broad, you know. And we're reaching the nations. And we're always saying, Lord, bring people into the church. But what does Jesus say? He says, therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into the harvest. Would you, can you say amen if you agree with that verse? And so we always say, God, bring him in. He says, no, I want you to go out. God, bring him in. No, you go out. The harvest is plentiful. You know, I was telling him yesterday about, I had a secretary in the church, I I was a pastor in, And she said, I'm never going to New York City with you because you always go to the homeless. And that's not all I did, but that's something. And she said, they stink. I don't like to be around homeless people because they stink. I said, Janine, come on, girl. Let's go. Let's go. Come with me to New York City. Wonderful woman. Like so many of you are so anointed, so precious people. But she didn't want to go. So finally, on the second trip, she goes, Doug, I'm going to go. And I'm going to take Annie, two precious women anointed wonderful women bless the church all the time we went to brooklyn there was a a, a place a bunch of high-rises they had just had a big murder and um, and so when we went there to minister nobody would come out nobody would come out we would come on out nobody and so i said hey we're going to do a drama and we're going to run our sound system if you want to watch us look out the window and it was summer so they opened the windows and so so finally I, I, we did the drama. It was like a hundred people watching us from their windows. And then I said, sometimes you gotta get creative. I said, if you want to accept Jesus for the first time, stick your arm out the window. <laughs> so we they stuck their arm out the window, and it was like seventy people. I counted like seventy people. Like all they were all around. I said, now come down. We got Bibles for you, and and so then the two women, uh, Janine and Annie, they got mad at me. I was like, why are you mad at me? We got to pee, man. We got to go to the bathroom. You, we need some help. I said, well, I don't own this place. It's my first time here, you know. So one of the guys that came down, I said, I said, sir, are you thankful? He said, man, man, I never felt peace like this. I never felt joy like this. I said, good. Can we use your bathroom? You know, and. Uh, He said, okay. So we go up and there's like four locks on the door. So he unlocks the four locks and we go in. And here's these two precious women, wonderful women. All their ministry has been in the church around church people, you know. And now they walk in and they notice there's a bedroom over here and there's a girl laying in the bed and she's special needs. And all of a sudden, both of them turn to that girl. They go in there. They start kissing her and hugging her and holding her and just embracing her. And the other people in the house are watching this. They said, what is going on? I said, this is the love of Jesus that he had performed. These are women of God and they came to bless They said, you know, she's 10 years old today and she's smiling. She's never smiled in her life. This is the first time she's ever smiled is right now. They said, who do you serve? I said, we serve Jesus. Can we have Jesus too? I said, yeah, and that's what I want to do with the body of Christ, get you precious people out to these needy people in this city. You know, I was going to kill a man before I met Jesus. I really was. I I had a murderous spirit, and when I got saved, Jesus set me free of that murderous spirit, and you think about so many people in this city. They need to get saved. You know, you want to stop gun violence. Let people come to know Jesus and, and the love of God be poured in their life you know? And so that's really what our message is. Let's take you guys from the seats to the streets. And how many of you went through the training in the last two weeks? Can you stand up? Can you guys stand up if you went through the training? Can we get them to come forward? Can you guys come on up? Come on up. You want to say something? Come on up. Come on up to the front. All these saints that went through the training. Come on up. These guys went from the seats to the streets. Come on, let's get up here. Just turn around and, and wave at your brothers and sisters. Look at this. Oh, isn't this wonderful? Yeah, you wanna ask him anything? Oh, you, did, you guys, did you guys love being out there? Did you love it? Yes. Amen. Amen.
1: Okay. Amen. Hold, hold on, Doug. Okay, go ahead. So can you guys come in a little bit? Come in a little bit. So... These all just went through the training the last amen. two weeks. Amen. So is there anyone who, when you were out there yesterday, do you want to quickly share what you experienced? Just 30 seconds with, with everyone, what you experienced when you were out there yesterday. Yes. Go ahead.
0: There were many people that we prayed with, but one particular lady, she was sitting down and had a cane, and we had been praying around her, so I went over and I asked her, can we pray for you? And she said, yes, she said, I've had seven strokes. And she said, and we prayed with her, my daughter and I, we prayed. And when I finished praying, I mean, it was just anointing fell on us. And when we finished praying, she said, everybody needs prayer. And that just, that just touched my heart so, but, and this wasn't, this wasn't outside, but then yesterday I got in the house and my, my son's girlfriend called and said, I wanna come over, and she came over and she was sharing for a while some of the trials that they're having together. And I took out my book, my wordless book, And I went through that book with her, and she accepted the Lord right at my dining room table. Come
1: on. Let me, Sister Sample, let me just add something to that. Sometimes God will not release an anointing upon your life until you go. So sometimes He doesn't open certain gates or certain opportunities or certain doors until you obey Him. But at the moment of your obedience, He releases a different anointing upon your life. So there's a burden that you will pick up when you start to witness and share with people. Amen? John, you want to quickly share what you experienced out there
4: yesterday? Yes. This guy came up to me and said, what are you guys doing out here? I said, I'm here because I I love people. I'm concerned about you. He said, what do you mean concerned about me? Who do you think you are? I said, I'm just... uh, man looking for how I can serve a person who needs to know the Lord and then he then he said, what do you got in your hand? And I had this little wordless Bible, you know, gold on the outside and all these other colors on the inside. I'm going to show you what the Word of God says and very quickly you're going to know God and then he began to look at it, he, he took it and I had to switch it around like Doug says, you know, he, I, I like that and uh, he came and said, you know what on the outside, it's a very precious, you know, gold. But on the inside, it's dark, and I feel depressed. And then, but yet, and so this red, I see something excites me. And he was talking about the Bible before I even got to it. I said, you know what? You just talk about the gospel. On the outside, we may feel distressed, but God puts something on the inside to make you feel, I am saved. And then I, I said, let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Yeah. You believe want to believe in Jesus Christ to repent of your sins? He said, yeah, man. But I, I still want that hot uh, ch- chocolate. You know, I'm going to get the hot uh, chocolate. I said, yeah. And uh, he, he received Christ as Savior. And everywhere I went to, I went to five different persons. I didn't get no, no no's, but yet and still, God moved because I was open to them and they were open to God.
5: Hallelujah. We have another hey man, witness right here. We have yes, another absolutely. witness. I just want to say that, you know, we just keep on praying. We have a brother here, and I know he won't be embarrassed, but uh, Lorraine Barber, uh, she has been a faithful uh, worker here and just prayed and prayed, and she's been faithful, and her husband has been coming. And he went uh, yesterday, and I watched Lenny. There was a young man that came and I, you know, just asked him did he want some hot chocolate, and he said no. And so he said, I said, well, we're, we have some Bibles. We're uh, sharing Jesus Christ. And he said, oh, I'm an atheist. So for me, it's good for a man to talk to a man. And so I, I called Lenny, and I told the young man, I said, you're young. Lenny has raised a son like you. He has a daughter. And so um, I had told Lenny. And then he said he was so surprised. So Lenny said to him, "When you go and you look at the sun in the morning, do you know that's God?" And He said, "When you look at the stars at night and atmosphere, do you know that's God?" And he stopped. He listened to Lenny. He told me he had before he had never had a Bible. He let Lenny talk to him. Lenny gave him a Bible. He had said he was an atheist. So Lenny went to get his information. So. God can use anybody, and watching God use Lenny was just fabulous. That's it. Mm, yes. Witnesses Amen. witnessing to Amen. witnesses,
0: as
2: they Amen. are witnesses. Amen. We have another one, another, another testimony here about how the police were impacted. Yes. When we went down South Philly, we went to a corner where we were supposed to go, and it was the wrong corner. They had changed your mind. The people who were going to be there to meet us had already finished. And so we got out, started walking, and there was some police there, and they were kind of watching. And then all of a sudden, um, a young lady said, you know, uh, we had a funeral yesterday, and she was attending with the uh, police officers. Uh, A police officer had died, and they were funeralizing him. And so they acknowledged her, and he said, you know, why are you here? She said, we are here to pray. And so one of us asked, do you need prayer? And they folded their hands in front of them, bowed their heads, and asked us to come closer to them. They closed their eyes while we prayed for them and they, and they just sat there. They were so humble about it. And I said, Lord, you brought us to this corner, which we thought was the wrong corner, but it was the right corner because the police needed prayer.
1: Hallelujah. We have one here. We have one here. Mother Davis, she's going to talk about what her experience was at the train.
6: Praise the Lord. The training was awesome. It was so wonderful. It kind of lit a fire. Under me. Um, sometimes, you know, we go about our daily uh, chores or going out and we don't really have that urgency, look at people with an urgency and say, These people are dying. And I think the training did that for me. Um, another thing that I thought of this morning, I was thinking, I said, You know, the training actually brought me closer to the heartbeat of God. Wow. The heartbeat of God is that he's not willing that any should perish. And that's what I got out of the training. Um, It was broken down so that it was simplistic. Um, You could share the gospel with anybody. You don't have to be afraid because you're not there alone. The Holy Spirit is gonna tell you what to say. He's going to give you words of knowledge. people. You're going to be able to tell people, I see this is happening in your life, and they're going to be amazed. You might even be amazed. <laughs> but, um, but it's just a wonderful, the training was just a wonderful experience. Amen.
3: I want to say God is raising up an army. Amen. God is raising up an army. Amen.
1: Is there yeah. one last person that just wants to share? Yes, yeah. it's DeRonda, and then we'll go to Wanda.
4: Please, go ahead. Wanda, to Wanda. I, um, I want to give confirmation to what Sister Connie said? David said? Um, You see the heart of God out there. And it's breaking. So you know to not only pray with those people that you're praying with, you keep them in your daily life, in your daily prayer. In my devotional this morning, I interacted with four people and those four people were lifted up to God this morning. So you, you see the heart of God and it, it breaks. Amen. Wow.
3: Oh, this is great. Keep going.
7: I just want to share that the training yesterday was so awesome. And to piggyback on what the young lady said over there, it kind of lit a fire within me. Um, When we were in the training, Pastor Doug said um, something about um, opposition, that you will get opposition out there, and that if you just start praising the Lord, the enemy will flee. Well, as soon as we got to 15th and Market yesterday, opposition, as soon as we were setting up the table. So I just was praying in my spirit. The table was getting set up. um, And opposition, okay? Okay. Um, the Israelites were out and they wanted to attack our pastor here but of course we know that he knows the word of God and immediately um, he started praising the Lord when I say praising the Lord he started shouting hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah, on the corner of 15th and Market. And when we turned around, they were gone. They vanished. They vanished. They got out of sight. But I also wanted to share um, a young man that I ministered to yesterday. His name is Jay, 21 years old, homeless, has no family in the city of Philadelphia. He does have uh, a place to stay, the Philly House, which is a shelter on 13th Street in Center City. Um, he said he knows the Lord. His grandmother taught him about Jesus. But I just want you to keep him in his prayer. His name, in your prayers, his name is Jay.
3: Let me just make one other uh, comment for the... okay, you want to say something first.
2: Can you guys turn around? We want to pray for you. And as you feel led to be a part of this, we know some people just couldn't make it. We got a lot of texts and calls of people that just just couldn't make it. We know it was happening fast, but some of your hearts were there. You just couldn't make it. Just stand up where you are. Just stand up where you are. If you want to be out, you want to be going out. You want to be praying for people. You want to be witnessing for others. You want it. You want it. You want it. You're not afraid. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
1: My, 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 my.
2: Before then saith he unto his disciples, Yes. You have something Go ahead. on you. The harvest truly is plenteous. Mm. It is plenteous. It is plenteous. But the laborers are few. Mm. Pray. What should I pray for? He's telling us right here. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. And so, Father, we thank you for every one of these laborers right here, Father. We thank you for those who have gone out already, and we thank you for those to come. We thank you for the young ones, God. We thank you for the the generations in between. And we thank you for the elders. We thank you, Father, that no one's left out. And Lord, we pray, even as you warned us a few weeks ago, we thank you, Lord, that when the warfare comes, that these will be protected in the name of Jesus. We thank you that they will not be discouraged. We thank you that they will not be overthrown. We thank you that they will not be overthrown. According to your scripture, it said that we will not be overthrown in our going out, or in our coming in. Cover the babies, Lord. Touch their minds, touch their spirits. We thank you that they will not be embarrassed or turned away. We remember the song of Old Lord it said, I will not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. And so Father, we just pray a release of your power we pray a release of your anointing to for the harvest we pray a a release god for divine encounters upon these your laborers god and we pray father in the name of jesus that when they are met with opposition that when they are met with fear that when they are met with being tired but when they are met with doubt that they will it will become fuel for the fire god let it fan the flame fan the flame Fan the flame in the name of Jesus. We thank you that they are stirring up their gifts of God that's within them, even as Paul admonished Timothy, Mm. Lord. And we thank you, Father, that we will see the Mm. multiplication. Yes. We will see the multiplication, mm. encourage their my, hearts, my, 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 and take my, care my, my, of my, my, everything my, my, my. that
1: concerns Release them. Grace we for thank
2: it. you for releasing mm. grace and mercy mm. to follow them mm. all the days of their life. Yes. In Jesus' name,
3: yes. amen. amen.
1: Amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. Thank you.
3: Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Just as they're going back, two things I want to tell you real quick. We got a call from the police twice now in the last like six months. There was murders in a couple of areas of the city and they shut down the streets and they just had like hamburgers and hot dogs and social services there. And they called us and said, can you bring a prayer station? And so we set up the prayer station two times to help the police. And I, and I thought, boy, out of this church, New Covenant Church, I'd like to have a go team. You know, like let's say there's a tragedy, like Temple University, something like that. Let's get a go team from this church, and I say, let's go to, let's go to, let's take a team. Let's go down to Temple, and let's just set up in the middle of the campus. Let's pray, let's pray blessing. You know, we did that at Virginia Tech after a a shooting, and we, we bought Hershey Kisses. And we said, hey, we're going to give hugs and kisses. The kisses were the Hershey kisses. All of a sudden, the students came running to our prayer station. And you think about what God can do through New Covenant Church. And there's 47 zip codes in this city. Wouldn't it be wonderful to have a prayer station active in each zip code of our city touching the city for Jesus Christ? God bless you guys.
1: Amen. Can you give it up for Pastor Doug? Come on, you can do better than that. Give it up for Pastor Doug. Jesus God is moving us in a way where we'll be collaborating and I want to just give you this word as we leave today it's in Matthew 6 and it's Matthew 6 verse 9 and 10 he says after this manner therefore pray our Father which is art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Two things about this. The earth needs heaven. The earth needs heaven. Heaven is released when we pray. Amen. God's dream is for heaven to be manifested on the earth. When we pray, we release the resources of heaven, and that is why Jesus said, pray like this, that the kingdom of heaven would come to the earth. And I know that as we are raising up an army or an apostolic army of people, he is saying for those of us that know how to pray, please pray that the kingdom of heaven would be released on the earth. And Amen. This what happens when,
2: when that happens. You write this scripture down. Acts
1: 17.
2: Mm. I'm just going to read verse 5, but you should read the whole chapter. Verse 5 and 6. Acts 17, verse 5 and 6. But the Jews, which believed not, moved with envy, mm. took unto them certain lewd fellows of the baser sort, and gathered a company and set all the city on an uproar, and assaulted the house of Jason, and sought to bring them out to the people. And when they found them not, they drew Jason and certain brethren unto the rulers of the city, crying. This is what they said. They were trying to get them to stop preaching Jesus. Mm. These that have turned the world upside down are come hither also. These that have turned the world upside down have come hither also. Mm. These who have That's turned word, the Nadia. world word, upside Nadia. down have come hither also. Yes. When they call for the team and we show up in the prayer station with our red shirts and our aprons, these that have turned the world upside yep. down have come hither. When the person on your block doesn't know who to turn to and you happen yep. to be there because you were praying how God will use my, you my, that my, day, my, 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 these my. who have turned, turned the world upside down. upside down, have come hither. You just saw a bunch of us in the front. They're coming. They're coming. They're coming. They're coming. 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 Mm, Why? Because there are more Mm. with us Mm. than there are with them. Say it again. Say it again. There are more with us. Say it again. Than there are with them. He prayed for he prayed it. Open his it. eyes. Open their eyes. Mm,
1: that they might see. That they might see. That there are more. Not just look. Many look. But few see. But
2: few see. Mm, mm, many see. look, mm. but few see. May we be those that That's look see. and see that mm. there are more with us than there are with them. So that we can be those to who they the say. World. They turn the world upside down.
1: Amen. stand to your feet stand to your feet give God a praise for his word thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord God we pray that you stir this word up in our hearts we pray for the fires to come we pray that you would set us ablaze set us ablaze in our personal time give us no rest until we respond we pray and declare That a year from now, this church and this city will never be the same. In the name of Jesus, we declare right now change and transformation to New Covenant Church of Philadelphia. We declare it now that the whole system would change for our good and your glory. In Jesus' name, we respond to your call. Father, there might be those of us who are in here today who say, wow, I've never given my life to Jesus. I heard that he died for my sin and would forgive me and wipe my slate clean. And by believing in him, I become the righteousness of God. What does that mean? I become his son and daughter because I believe in his death, burial, and resurrection. If you are here today, And you're saying, Omar, Janine, I have never received Jesus Christ into my heart as my Lord and my Savior. I welcome you today. If you are online, there are directions for you to receive him as your Lord and your Savior. And all you need to do is repeat this prayer. Father, I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. Father, I acknowledge that I've missed your mark. But I come to you and I ask you to forgive me of my sin and to wipe my slate clean. I believe that you are Lord and that you are the Savior and I accept you into my heart and I pronounce you the Lord of my life in Jesus' name. If you've said that prayer, you have now become a son and a daughter of God. Come on and we bless God today. Amen, we bless God, hallelujah.